Our book, Polarity Intelligence, The Missing Logic and Leadership, is available for purchase in bookstores everywhere. Polarity is a universal law. It can't be avoided. It's like gravity. It's all around us in our homes, our work environments, our communities, and our countries. If you misdiagnose that polarity is a problem, you can be left trying to solve the same issue over and over, never finding a sustainable solution. That's why polarity intelligence is an essential competency leaders can't afford to overlook. Having this awareness and knowledge compels us to share it with leaders like you around the world. Start your journey toward becoming polarity intelligent today. Get your copy of Polarity Intelligence, The Missing Logic and Leadership wherever you get your books. This is the True Leader Podcast. Today, we're talking about the decline in leadership trust and how to use polarity intelligence as a trifecta superpower to reestablish that trust. You don't want to miss it. Welcome to the True Leader Podcast. I'm Dr. Tracy Christofferson. And I'm Michelle Trosett. We are life and business besties, leadership coaches and mentors, and polarity intelligence experts. We're the authors of Polarity Intelligence, The Missing Logic and Leadership, and co-founders of Missing Logic. We are here to help high-achieving leaders break through leadership norms that cause them suffering at work and home. If you're looking to elevate your leadership, increasing your productivity, effectiveness, and impact, and manage your health and well-being, spend quality time with those you love, and live your best life, then you are in the right place. Our goal in this podcast is to equip you with new ways of thinking and practical and tactical strategies for succeeding at work and thriving in life. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of personal and professional development so you can reach your full leadership potential, create a life you love, and be what we are calling a thriving, resilient, and unstoppable or true leader. If you are ready to learn and laugh a little, let's get started. Well, hello, everybody. This is Tracy. And Michelle, we're back again. Another wonderful episode of the True Leader Podcast. Happy to be in the studio together. Yes, yes, in the studio. Yep, yep, in the studio. Under the lights. Under the lights. It's been a whirlwind beginning (laughs) of the year. (laughs) Yes, 2024. It sure has been. It has been. We've had a lot going on with our book release and... Lots of activities, lots of things. We've been talking with a lot of people, doing a lot of different things, having retreats. It's just been amazing. A lot of variety. A lot of right, variety. Right out of the gates. Been traveling a bit, too. <laughs> <laughs> On the road again. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's been good. It's been good. Well, today we're going to talk about leaders and trust in what leaders. a big subject today. It is. It's huge, right? It's so fundamental Uh, to a healthy organization, to a healthy culture, to have trust in your leadership. And, um, you know, it, so it's, it's very, very important topic. (laughs) It really is. And it's been something that we have noticed in conversations we've had, it's been kind of bubbling up, bubbling up, bubbling up. And even when we did our first live author event, someone in the audience said, I have a question What is going on with trust and leadership? I have been a leader for many years, and I'm finding it more and more difficult to get and retain trust, and yet I'm a trustworthy person, so there's something going on with trust. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, 
there's probably a lot of things that are influencing that, right? And so today we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, but it's so significant um, what, that Gallup actually kind of did a study, and they found that only 23% of U.S. employees strongly agree that they trust leaders in their organization. Only 23%. Wow. I mean, that's 77% don't. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. That's huge. That's really huge. <clears throat> yeah. It's not very many people. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you think about it, right? Yeah. And a lack of trust can impact so many things. It can just erode the organization's objectives, impact culture, certainly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Goodness. Right. If you don't trust your leaders, how in are you? Mm -hmm. and where the organization is going, exactly. what they're trying to achieve. And it takes everybody, mm -hmm. right? It takes everybody. So, so yeah, that's significant. Now, what they also found as they studied this was that when leaders communicate clearly and lead and support change, as well as inspire confidence, then trust rises to 95% of the employees. So those are the three key elements, right? Communicating clearly, leading and supporting change, and then inspiring confidence. Yeah. So we're going to talk about this from a polarity lens. We are. Because <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we that's do. That's what we do. And, you know, I mean, these are not ordinary times. Mm -mm. Let's just say that, right? They haven't been ordinary times since COVID. I mean, really. It really has catapulted um, us into a, a lot of change and a lot of different um elements and environments. And, and really, when you think about it, what we've, the skills that leaders have used in the past, the playbooks that they held, aren't necessarily valid today. So I right. can see why. Right. It's challenging for leaders, too. So there's two sides to this. Right. Right. It's the mm -hmm. talent, the employees and the leaders. Right. And there's different perspectives, I think, in both from both mm -hmm, groups. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there's a lot of things swirling right now. And what our job is, as leaders, is to just make sense of it all, have it rise at the top so that we can get really clear on how we need to be and where we need to go at this time when trust is such at a low level. Yeah. And, you know, we're living in this kind of new world. Mm -hmm. It's what they call a VUCA world, right? So things are volatile, uh, meaning there's a lot of unexpected, unpredictable things happening. Yep. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty. So, you know, what we knew in the past isn't necessarily true and relevant today. Um, and it's really, you know, it's just hard, hard to plan ahead. Mm -hmm. It's just not predictable, right? Mm -hmm. Things are just not predictable. So a lot of uncertainty. Um, it's complex. So things are multi-layered. And there's a um, lot of interconnections and dependencies that we're just really trying to figure out. We don't yeah, necessarily... Not even be aware of them. Yeah. And we don't necessarily know what they are, all of what they are. And then also ambiguous. So just a lack of clarity. There's um, unknowns, gray areas, and a lot of contradictions mm -hmm. and paradoxes, which are our specialty. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we like talking about this it's stuff. It's kind of <laughs> good to be aware of that. Yeah, right. And so it needs new approaches, new ways of thinking, new ways of being. And um, and so this is where polarity intelligence mm -hmm. can really become the trifecta of superpowers, right? It's, it's that um, kind of uncovering what the tensions are, why we're experiencing them. It can provide a common language so people can have that clarity of 
why are we experiencing what we're experiencing? So what valuable. is actually going on here? And um, and it just helps to you know bring that bring that clarity to the situations and give it some. Um, you know, some context, I mm-hmm, think. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. the principles can also help shift the culture because this is also about culture. And the healthy relationships, meaningful dialogue are really fundamental to a healthy work culture. They're fundamental to trust. Absolutely. Right? Right? Absolutely. Between employers and employees, between yeah. leaders and those they lead, it's just fundamental. Yeah. And we're going to demonstrate how those Polarity intelligent principles are so aligned to the three factors we mentioned in the very beginning of communicating clearly, clearly leading and supporting change and inspiring confidence. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so if leaders are not polarity intelligent, meaning they're leveraging a polarity mindset, they understand the both and that there are interdependencies and that those interdependent pairs really need each other to get to the greater purpose understanding and knowing what healthy relationships are and what those principles are. And then also, you know, the principles of meaningful dialogue and leveraging those to really sit in the tension Mm -hmm. to uncover what truly is happening and what the perspectives are and how those perspectives are interdependent. Then they're going to slip into their go-to strategy, which is problem solving. So when the tension rises, the challenges come up, they're going to see it as a problem and they're going to apply this old approach of problem solving logic to it. Now, some of those things may be problems and that might be appropriate. Okay. But um, not everything is going to be a problem. Many of them are going to be polarities. And we're going to talk about the polarities that are showing up in could be showing up in these situations. Right, 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 right. So when it comes to trust, there are a lot of polarities to be aware of that could be at play. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to the culture and what how we're managing all these tensions and the different complexities. And so um, I'm just going to share a few of those, and Tracy and I are going to talk about those. So one is just leading and managing during these times. And you need both, and they're both really important. So especially when it comes to what our current realities are that we're dealing with in our organizations, but also what is our vision how are you going to inspire people? They have to know where they're going as well. So it's really leveraging both of those exceptionally well. Yeah. And you, you have to lead to the future, yep. right? And clearly communicate that, but you also have to execute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? So you have to be able to manage and execute while you're creating that vision. Now, the other thing that can happen here is if you have a preference to manage, Yeah. Then you then those that are following you can live in the downside of that, right? So that's the other thing that can be at play here as well when it comes to these polarities. If we have a preference for one of the poles, we can take people down the wrong path, right? Or a mm-hmm. unipolar approach, which can impact trust. their ability to trust the leader. Yeah, yeah. their ability mm-hmm. to trust. And then another one is stability and change. So, you know, navigating change is so critically important and change is always going to be happening. Um, We're living a time right now where there's a lot of change, but you have to balance that with stability. Mm -hmm. So that also helps garner trust because if they, if, if employees know what can I still trust is going to be stable for me while we're going through all these change. It makes a big difference as well. And a leader really needs to see both and help with both. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, one of the, one of the success factors in, you know, having that, you know, 95% of your employees trust you is driving change, but 
We also yes. know it ha- you have to also uphold the tradition, the stability, the things that matter most when it comes to that. So that's not an either or, and it's not just always driving change. Right. So I think that's where we're bringing a little bit different perspective to that. Yeah, and being very intentional mm-hmm. about that stability. Yes. Being very intentional about the stability. Yeah, yeah. while you support the change exactly. and, and um, communicate what the change is. Yeah. Yeah, we have conversations all the time about change management, mm-hmm. and this is this is a different perspective. It is change, but it's with that base of stability at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing is just, you know, we live in organizations that have natural um, hierarchy with them. It's very important. You know, we have to know people's roles, their accountabilities. Um, certainly there's a, in leadership, there is hierarchy, but we also need to balance that with partnering relationships within an organization as well. And this is critical for fostering trust um, because it helps bring everybody together around that shared purpose. Why are we here? Mm-hmm. Um, and so looking again from a polarity perspective of how well you're infrastructures are set up to balance both hierarchy infrastructure and partnering infrastructures are Mm -hmm. critically important to building trust. Mm -hmm. And then that's really related to directive and participative decision making as well. Um, So if you're in a culture where, and we, you know, going through COVID again, there was a lot of directive decision making, um, you know, you're going to end up on the downside of that and uh, you're going to lose trust because people are going to be always just being told what to do with their voice isn't being heard and it's going to impact their engagement. They're going to withdraw. So that's going to be really critical to the trust factor as well. Mm -hmm. So when you can really balance directive and participative uh, decision making that also has that joint ownership of shared purpose and the outcomes that you're trying to achieve and um, how employees um, are really impacted and they can influence the outcomes as well. Well, and I think you mentioned COVID and I think I think what that brings up about polarities too is there are going to be times where more directive decision making is essential and in that yes. you need to command and control in a totally right uncertain environment right and so there was that leaning but if you stay leaning there right <laughs> if too you long. stay over emphasizing there when it's no longer the best approach and you don't go back to having a more of a balance then you're going to run into that negative consequence right so yeah. there's yeah. going to be times in all of these where you're going to need to lean a little heavier to one pole than the other because of the situation because of the context but it's not about letting go totally of the other pole mm-hmm Yeah, and then another one is psychological safety and accountability. So again, we're talking about trust. So just think about that. Mm -hmm. If people don't feel psychologically safe to speak up and to share their perspective, then that's going to impact trust greatly. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, you also have to have accountability of everyone in the organization to achieve the positive outcomes. And again, goes back to that shared purpose and having both and thinking around this polarity too. So mm-hmm. psychological safety, sharing perspectives, but also having equal accountability to getting um, meeting the objectives as well. So that's a really important polarity that has to be leveraged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Yeah. So true. Yeah. And um, so underlying all of that and the polarities is culture. Right. So culture is huge. And especially when it comes to trust and culture really is about who and how we are together Mm -hmm. and what the expectations are in that environment. And it really is about guiding our behavior 
and thinking through how do we want to be together? What do we want to experience collectively and individually in the environments that we're in? And, um, and it's essential, right, to trust. And then um, it's also, I think, setting expectation. Mm-hmm. So I think, and especially this, you know, we're, we're not just working in environments where everybody's working in person. We're working in environments that are hybrid as well. So we've got some people that are on site, some people that are not on site, some people that come and go. We've got some organizations that are totally, you know, remote. Right. Um, so there's lots of different environments that, that can be at play here as well. But I think it is about what are the expectations? Mm-hmm. What are we all here to do? And again, it comes back to that shared purpose and the culture serving the shared purpose and the individuals that are there to help achieve that purpose. And it's, you know, um, it's about growing and evolving together collectively in the achievement of the shared purpose. So there is an element of this where it is kind of like, you know, um, zero tolerance for being outside of that, Mm -hmm. like meeting people where they are at so that they can grow and evolve, but also knowing that there are going to be some standards for who and how we are together. Right. And, um, and some principles to guide those standards and some principles to, um, to kind of help us live up to, the culture that we really want to create, right? Right. So that brings a whole new set of skill sets to do that. Yeah. 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 And so we've talked about the polarities that can mm-hmm. be present and can be at play when it comes to trust with leadership. But now, there, you know, the other element of that super trifecta is the healthy relationship piece as well, right? And so um, the, the element of this, I think the polarity overall when it comes to the healthy relationships in the culture is transactional relationships and transformational mm-hmm. relationships. Yeah. So it's not about just exchanging my expertise for your expertise, right? Or bringing my expertise to the, to the project or whatever, and just that exchange. I get this from you, you get this from me, right? And we move things forward. But it's about how are we growing? How are we evolving together? How are we, you know, really leaning into each other to create something more together than we would individually? And so it's that kind of a depth of relationship and knowing each other um, in a much deeper way and leaning into each other in a deeper way than just that kind of transactional exchange. Well, for me, it's a reminder that also we're humans and we're here Mm -hmm. to live awesome lives and evolving lives. It's not just about my job. So it goes, it expands even beyond Mm -hmm. that when you really can tap that human healthy relationship element and the the impact that can have on building trust Mm -hmm. one-on-one in teams and within the organization. So it's it's the organization. It's beyond the organization. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's really keeping the humanist alive in an organization. So that begins with being intentional and that's Mm -hmm. choosing to be that way with each other, right? That's making a choice to tap into the humanness of each person, to go a little bit deeper in the relationship um, and to have that connection to each other so that we can grow and evolve and transform um, as a, as a result of Mm -hmm. being connected to each other and to the purpose that we're here to serve. Um, and so that intention really is um, critical. And I think it's very critical when it comes to trust with leadership. So right? important. And sometimes we can separate ourselves from leaders and leaders separate themselves from employees, right? And that's not necessarily the best thing to do. And I mm-hmm. think it's just really about being in relationship and recognizing our humanness, as Michelle said. It's also about a sharing, um, establishing that shared purpose. So it's not about me or you. It's about 
what is the purpose we're here to serve? And how is everybody contributing to that and connected in that? Right, right, right. And then um, the other thing is also recognizing the equal responsibility. So this isn't, it's not just the leader that's responsible for the outcomes. We all have a responsibility, right? We're mutually responsible for the outcomes that we achieve, for the results that we get. Um, and, And that's, you know, where we put our attention and our focus is on that shared purpose and the achievement of that collectively. Right. And that just builds trust so much because you have to be able to rely on each other. So that equal responsibility when that principle is really being lived, again, it doesn't matter on the role. We're all... You know, it's just relying on the talent within the organization, no matter where they sit, and mm-hmm. each contributing. Yeah. And when you have these principles to guide you, mm-hmm. if that isn't there, then you have conversations about right. that. And we're going to talk about that in a few minutes when it comes to, you know, meaningful dialogue. So um, it, it's not that these live individually, you know, separate. Right. you got to have the communication as exactly. well. So to be connecting when... When that's not being upheld within the team or by an individual. Um, And then realizing the human capacity. So, again, this is about potential and seeing the potential in ourselves, in others, and um, in our leaders, right? So it is about what is the... um, the capacity of all of us to uh, to grow and evolve and to contribute, right? Mm-hmm. And then balancing the relationship with self and others. So this is also about self-awareness. How am I showing up in this environment? How am I contributing to what I'm experiencing um, individually and collectively as a, as a group, right? And how am I showing up in relationship to achieving that shared purpose or holding that greater purpose in mind and moving towards it. Well, when you think about it too, Tracy, when you really think about balancing self and others, if we're not balanced ourselves, we can't trust ourselves, mm-hmm. right? And so much of it is being um, is being able to trust yourself and your decisions and how you're leading and then balancing that with others as well. So I'm just bringing it back to that whole trust factor, Mm -hmm. how important Mm -hmm. that is. Yeah, it's very important. And then being trustworthy, right? So that leads into that as well. um, It's really that that trust, you have to be trustworthy to be trusted. Yep. Right? And so you got to know if you are or if you aren't. And a lot of that comes to integrity, um, you know, doing what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And, and it also comes to being vulnerable and to being open a, mm-hmm. about where you're at, what you're experiencing, right. who you are. Um, and, uh, and not, um, so not leaving room for assumptions, but to really be intentional in sharing your perspective and, uh, and your realities with others as well, I think. Yeah. And then, uh, so we already mentioned how important communication was, and Tracy, you mentioned the you know principles of meaningful dialogue, and um, to have trust. I, I just can't imagine, you know, you ha- you have to have meaningful conversations and dialogue to have trust. It needs to become part of your go-to way that you communicate with each other and with your team members. Mm-hmm. So this is this is communication that is at a much deeper level. It's not just talking at people. This is digging deeper and really uncovering what's really um, people are experiencing, but also tapping the wisdom, which builds trust as well. So again, setting intention and creating that psychological safety is extremely important um, to make space for the voices to let people know, hey, I want to hear what you have to say. Um, because that one voice could impact 
the direction of an organization and helps to, again, foster that trust. Well, and that's what we learned about the polarities too, right? Yes. There's wisdom and resistance. Mm-hmm. So resistance isn't always a negative thing. Sometimes it can lead you in the direction you need to go in. Right. Right. There's a, there's wisdom there. So inviting that voice, even if it's, you know, resistant to where things are headed or, or if it brings up a ver- uh, differing perspective or a contradictory perspective than somebody else, it's hearing it, right? It it's being able to hear it and welcome it. Welcome it. Yeah, and not be afraid of it. Mm-mm. I think a lot of times leaders feel like, ooh, it's all up to me. I got to have this all figured out. But actually there's wisdom and listening and wisdom and resistance. And you know what? I th- What just occurred to me too with that is, you know, we think about, um, you know, one of the, one of the, key factors is championing change but it's also listening yes right because sometimes the change you're championing may not be what it needs to be mm-hmm. so you got to be willing to hear the voices as yeah. well and i would trust a leader that was willing to hear the voices and consider the whole picture having the whole picture versus just pushing the change forward right so. and it may be worth a little bit more time if it takes more time because exactly. Again, it's 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 going to really impact trust over time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, you know, again, active listening that you just said and being aware. So this is uh, you have to really listen to people um, to really hear what they're saying. So oftentimes we think we're listening as leaders, but we may not be listening. But if you really want to make trust as, you know, a key core factor that you're going after in your organization because you know it's so important and you want to be one of the 95 percenters and not the 23 percenter organization, mm-hmm. then listening is really important. And just opening yourself up to listening to different perspectives. Uh, tell me more. Learn from others. Dig deeper to really make sure that you're hearing what is being stated. Um, and it just brings clarity, I think, uh, both for yourself and for others in the organization. So listening and is really important. And then um, balancing advocacy and inquiry. So this is sharing your thinking behind your thinking. Um, I think it's really important to share with others what brought you to a decision as a leader. How did I get here so that people understand that? But also, again, asking questions out of genuine curiosity so that you can really you know, hone this wisdom and make sure that there's shared understanding with you and the people in your organization. Um, And then candor and diplomacy, knowing how to leverage both of those is extremely important as well. And this is a skill set. So first of all, it's a polarity in and of itself. And so like any other polarity, both are equally important. One is not more important than the other. This is also a polarity that's really helpful as a leader if you know your preference poll. If you tend to be very candid and speak your mind and, you know, we've known a lot of leaders like, what you see is what you get. (laughs) And that's good. And the message that you're delivering also has to be received well so people can hear it. So that the diplomacy side is also really important in building trust. Very important. Very important. Right. It just... uh, well, it's just creates that respectful place too, mm-hmm. as far as having conversation when you have candor and diplomacy. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's just another way of inviting hearing the voices. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 extremely important. And then um, inviting silence. So self reflection, inviting inviting silence uh, with team members, taking that pause of let's just slow down and think about this before we jump on to the next thing. 
So all of these just really enhance your ability to just sit and learn, be comfortable with the tensions that are occurring, the complexity that is occurring, and um, just achieve that deeper understanding, which builds trust. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, too, it helps to establish some hope mm-hmm. when we can sit with differing perspectives. Really, uh, uh, you know, one of the things that polarities also help us with is helping to have a complete picture. Mm-hmm. Because when you have an interdependent pair of perspectives or points of view or values, you know, and you're only looking at it from your own perspective, you might not you might have an accurate picture, but not a complete picture. So really leveraging the healthy relationships, leveraging the dialogue, the meaningful dialogue in conversation around what is being experienced, where is the tensions are, um, it can really help the leader and those they're leading have that complete picture so they can move forward in confidence, right? And with confidence. And um, I think that's just really one of the one of the key things about being polarity intelligence yeah. and awareness. I do too. Right? Yep. The other thing is, you know, and mentioning, um, you know, the the three success points too, is the ability to assess where you're at and to, um, you know, to bring confidence to the team to say, here's where we are. And one of the ways that we can do that with polarities is to measure the polarity, the leveraging of the polarities. So you can do an assessment to see where are we, how are we moving forward? And when we measure polarities and the leveraging of polarities, we're looking at how are we getting the best, the most positive outcomes in both poles. So if we think about this from a um, you know driving change, we can look at it from how are we leveraging stability and change, right? Are we getting the outcomes from the change that we want? And are we getting the outcomes from the elements of stability that we want? Mm-hmm. And how are we leveraging both of those to get to that greater purpose? And we, we leverage it by taking action. So this is another way to say, are our action steps actually being effective? Are they getting us the outcomes that we want? And are we moving closer and closer to that greater purpose that we're trying to achieve? Or have some of our um, action steps maybe not been as effective as we wanted them to be? And so we're not seeing the outcome that we want to see, but it doesn't mean what we're trying to achieve is a failure because that's either or thinking, right? Right. It's really about recognizing the relationship and the dynamic between two elements and how our effective our action steps and whether we're experiencing any potential negative consequences because we've overemphasized one pull and neglected the other, right? If we go too far on the side of change and we lose the positive outcomes of the things that need to remain stable in our environment, then that could also lead the team to believe and not trust in the leader or to see that we're not being effective or to, you know, impact the confidence in the leader, even though they are driving change, right? Because they're driving it maybe too far. Yeah. So it really is a a way to measure and see where we're at and the effectiveness of what we've identified we want to do in service to that greater purpose. So I think it's really a great way um, for leaders to clearly, and it's another way of clearly communicating our current state, right? where we are, how far we've come, where we're, um, you know, where we're making strides and where we need to course correct. And that's the beauty of a polarity assessment is it's real time and you can measure outcomes across a wide variety of stakeholders to see what is the actual impact? What are the actual realities that we're experiencing? And it may look different for one group than another, depending on what change you're trying to implement or what the initiative is that you're driving forward. 
Yeah, it's like being polarity intelligent just helps you live in it mm -hmm. in a very authentic, real way. You know, I just, when I was listening to Tracy, I was reminded of one of my favorite leadership quotes by Robert Greenleaf that a leader, you know, has to have a wide span of awareness. And when you have a polarity mindset, you can do that, but also to have the skills to live in it mm -hmm. is what really helps you be a polarity intelligent leader, and it does impact trust within your organization. Well, and it helps others to live in it too. Yes, right. It's exactly. dynamic. Yeah, organizations it are dynamic. There's exactly. nothing static about any organization <laughs> that I know of, right? So it is about being in that dynamic, understanding what's happening and being able to put your finger on the pulse of what's happening. Of course, correct when you need to as quickly as you possibly can, mm -hmm. right, to get the outcomes that you want. But so often we look at things unipolar. Right. And we're missing, we don't have a complete picture. We're making false choices. And all of those things lead to, you know, not trusting the leadership. Yeah, it does. <laughs> right? It all it's comes not, back to that. <laughs> it's not everything, but it is a big part of it when you look at it through this lens, right? Yeah. And, and we're just trying to bring a fresh lens to an ongoing challenge. Right, right. And I think, you know, we had years of experience in creating healthy work cultures um, and working with organizations to create healthy work cultures. And one of the things that we recognized is that infrastructures are so important. Oh, yes. And having, you know, having a place to have meaningful dialogue, stepping back from the day-to-day -day business, right, the day-to-day -day tasks and initiatives and committee meetings and all the different things and the ability to come come and step back and come together in a different way um, with intention to get to know each other, to get to know each other's perspectives, to really hear each other, to engage in meaningful dialogue, to under get deeper meaning and understanding of our current realities and how they're seen differently by different people uh, was just huge. It was huge to the initiative. And it gave us a practice field mm -hmm. to practice these yep. skills, not just individually, but as a as a team with leaders, which really helped us to get to know the leaders in a different way, help them to get to know us in a different way, and just open that whole landscape, right, for trust and healthy communication and deeper relationships. And uh, it, it was a phenomenal experience. Right. And that infrastructure, as we've known it, was called councils, right? So it's a way to bring people together so that you can really practice these fields, to your point, Tracy, the practice field. Uh, and just think about it. If, you know, I know we have leaders listening to our podcast from all over. And one way of gathering together is meetings. And we can all just do our little memes and jokes about meetings that go on and on and on and too many meetings. Mm -hmm. But what you're saying, I don't want people to miss, is stepping back and having a place to actually grow together around the mission of the organization and to practice some of the principles that we're talking about mm -hmm. and how transformational that is. Yeah, it has to be, it's something that's different. It's different. But it's got an intention to it. Yes. It's an intention that we are leading collectively. You know, you have a leader, there's hierarchy. We have leaders in organizations, right? They all have roles, yep. they all have accountabilities, That none of that changes. But it is a way to bring the partnering relationship to um, to foster the um, not just directive decision making, but collective collaborative decision making, right? Together, participative yes. decision making. You know, in our history, leaders, you know, are the ones that hold the accountability. The leaders responsible, and they've held that themselves. 
all alone, right? Yeah. They've got teams that are working, but when the you know rubber hits the road, it's the leader, right? That that is ultimately responsible. And I don't think that really changes, but how initiatives and how change occurs can be very different when you've engaged people in a different way to really own that purpose, own the shared accountability. Um, and do that in a way that is collaborative and in, in engaging. And right now, employee engagement's huge. Mm-hmm. And people aren't as engaged in their organizations or in their environment. So this is just another way to to bring people together, right? Um, you know, to support the shared purpose and the greater purpose and uh, move things forward in, in, a, in a different kind of way than I think what we've ever experienced before. I and, think that's what's being called for right mm-hmm, now, for sure. Mm-hmm. And leaders need new ways to do that. Yes. Yeah. They need new tools. They need new skills. Um, this is not what it used to be, right? right? This is a new day. It's that VUCA world, right? We got to do different things. <laughs> do different things. Yeah. So a really great resource for you is to purchase our Polarity Intelligence, The Missing Logic and Leadership from your favorite bookstore. <laughs> Tracy's, if you're watching us on YouTube, she's pointing to it. See all the swirls on our cover? That just represents that synergy and energy and dynamic state that we were referring to earlier. Um, and uh, we also have a website, polarityintelligence.com, a book website. So if you haven't checked that out yet, go do that. You can order the book right from there. You also can see what other people are having to say about the book as well. Yeah. And we go into much deeper detail on all these elements. Everything in that we book. talked about. <laughs> Everything we talked about mm-hmm. is is uh is there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh Thank you for being here with us today to talk about what I think is a really, really important topic today, and that is trust in leadership. And uh, I know we are really committed to helping leaders regain that trust just from what we've learned and uh, what we're bringing forth to the world right now um, with the competency of Polarity Intelligence. We really appreciate you being here. We appreciate you listening to us. And um, if you enjoyed this episode or got some ahas or we stimulated some thinking and you want to share it with others, we really encourage you to do that. Um, It really means a lot to just pass a podcast on to another leader and, uh, you know, leave a review, leave a review. Absolutely. And uh, please subscribe on your favorite podcast channel so that you can uh, always catch our episodes and not miss one. And if you prefer to watch us on our YouTube channel, our Missing Logic YouTube channel, you can see us in the studio live. So until next time, um, stay safe and stay healthy and uh, have a great week. Bye.